The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We got some tea, some news popping from around the league, and it is some hot, hot tea. Spencer Dinwiddie. This is just so great. I just love it so much. It was just, I have been thinking about it and talking about it to friends all day. Guard for the Brooklyn Nets, Spencer Dinwiddie, who also used to be a guard for the Brooklyn Nets and was traded. So Kyle Kuzma, former Laker wing, champion, currently exiled in Washington with the Wizards, have officially reignited their beef. Did you see this? There is... There's a lot to get into, right? I'm going to give you my thoughts. I'm going to explain it. But for those who don't remember, let's give you a little backstory. So Dinwiddie and Kuz were teammates, right, for a hot second. Well, because Dinwiddie was added to the Wizards when Russell Westbrook asked to be traded, right? He was included in that, like, 15-person trade and then moves to Washington. Dinwiddie was just coming off of ACL surgery, and the Wizards needed a point guard. And during his very short tenure, because he was traded from the Wizards to Dallas for Kristaps Porzingis, it was the Kristaps Porzingis trade, Uh, so he was there for like a few months. And apparently in those few months, Dinwiddie and Kuz fucking hated each other. Pretty much did not vibe at all. Dinwiddie was traded before the season finished, Uh, and then when the Mavs played the Wizards, before Spence was later included in the Kyrie trade, back to Brooklyn, Spencer decided he was going to take a low-key shot at the Wizards franchise. And, if you're in the know, took an under-the-radar shot at Kuzma. This is what he said. (laughs) They're not playing for nothing for real. For them, it's just a showcase. They're over there just trying to get paid, not trying to play winning basketball. Oh, my God. Kuzma took to Twitter... And then said, funny thing is they, the Mavs, don't play winning basketball either. Game on. Remember, Kuzma thinks he's, like, different because he already won a ring. He thinks that whatever he's going through and doing does not apply because he's already won. So he feels like he sealed his legacy. So then Spencer Dinwiddie goes on FanDuel TV. And they're like, hey, did you see that Kuzma's comments about you? How come you didn't, like, clap back? And he's like, yeah, I wanted to respond to that Kuzma tweet, but my agent told me to stand down, that we had bigger fish to fry, things to do, get to the playoffs, you know. 
Now that I'm not in that environment, I'm in the playoffs, and he's not. Oh, boy. This, of course, was after the Nets made the six seed. The Wizards failed to make the play-in tournament. So then Spence took it even further and decided to say the quiet part out loud. Life, fame, all that stuff that we could see that, you know, his priorities tend to vary, right? Like, that's why dressed the way he does. He, you know, approaches basketball the way he does, the comments he makes. Um, and like I said with the Draymond quote, insecurity is loud. Like, you, you know that you're there, you know, shooting shots to try to get a contract. You're probably not uh, even a third star really on a good team because if you were, the Lakers would have kept you, right? Part of the reason you left was to try to make more money. Like, these are all things that are, are facts. And so at the end of my career, one thing that I want to be known, besides a guy that did whatever it took to win in whatever spot he was at, is a guy that was also very honest. And so, like, my complete response to, you know, coups and all that other stuff, to address it directly, I mean, I played with a guy. You know what I mean? We, we know what the priorities were. And, you know, a lot of times people thought I was talking about Brad or whatever, anything like that. I, I look at Brad in the same light as, like, a dame. I think he's loyal to D.C. I think, you know, probably on a championship team, he's probably got to be paired with, like, a Giannis. He's probably 1B. Um, which is no shot. I know on a championship team, you know, I'm probably the, the third guy, kind of like a Drew Holiday with a Chris Middleton and, you know, Giannis or whatever. Um, I'm very secure with who I am in my career. Um, I know on a really good team I can be a number two, kind of like we are right here with the Brooklyn Nets. We got Mikael, we got me. We're still a playoff team. We're able to keep the ship right. Um, but in D.C., if you got three max dudes, Porzingis, Brad, and Kuz, like how you miss the playoff? Like it doesn't, none of these things make sense, you know what I'm saying, unless your priorities aren't in order. Unless your priorities aren't in order. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He he absolutely ethers Kyle Kuzma in the span of three minutes with straight facts. So then, of course, because Kyle Kuzma didn't have a place to talk on FanDuel TV, which would have been incredible, uh, he goes apeshit on Twitter. And he says, the Wizards and I have so much real estate on Din Shitty Island. This guy got signed by a team for 60 mils and was traded before the season was over. What in the world have you won in this league? You've been bounced around like a basketball, my boy. Kuzma, you can thank Kyrie and KD for spearheading the 34 wins before the All-Star break. You're 11-13 and 13 after the break for your playoffs. Oh, you think you're a second option? More like a second point guard, my man. I watched you for two months at the end of your Wizards tenure, being the second option, averaging 8-4-4. Four, and four. Sounds good, but I'm glad you're hooping now. Last but not least, the only way you'll ever be worth your contract is if the NBA finally gives you your wish of being paid in crypto. Check the markets. Downward arrow. My lord, did that escalate quickly. So, of course, today... Uh, Spence responded and he said, did you see Kuzma's tweet? The funny part about it is that there are a lot of contradictions. He resorted to name calling, din shitty, things like that, which I haven't heard since I was probably 10 years old, things of that nature. I think at the end of the day, the biggest piece here was like a theory from 8 Mile, the way Eminem approached the final battle. If you approach it with the truth, what do you have to hide? There's nothing there, right? So that's probably the last time I'll address because I want to focus on Philly, the team, and what we're doing. But at the end of the day, I spoke truth, and I got rebutted with a 10-year-old insult. He said, what have you done in this league? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If we're going to talk about my career and the things that I've done that are unique and possibly different, I led a team to the playoffs when their max players were hurt back in 2020. Averaging over 20 a game. So I won a lot of games there. I've been to the Western Conference Finals with Luka and the Mavs. Been to the playoffs every year for the last five or six years. And then on top of that, I would say, people are blessed to be in situations. We don't get mad at Rick Fox for winning a championship with Kobe and Shaq. Like some people are blessed and that's great. But we can't act like Rick Fox led them to a championship. Let's not do that god damn real quick rick fox and kyle kuzma averaged the same amount of points 10 in the playoffs on those championship teams for the lakers that's incredible so now that you're caught up why is it like this between them uh here's what i've gathered and here's what i believe spencer dinwiddie is what i call a tree shaker He comes to situations and he assesses he asks questions when things are not operating properly The Washington Wizards do not, as you guys can see, operate properly. They don't make the playoffs. Uh, They're not a very good franchise, and they've kind of been sitting there in the middle of the doldrums for a very long time. The Wizards are not the most organized winning franchise in the NBA. Spence got there with, I think, Baby Holiday. I believe it was Justin or Aaron. I think it was Aaron Holiday. And they were like, yo, this place is fucked up. Can we all get some roles? Can we figure out what our roles are? Hey, like... I don't even care what my role is. Just can we get one? And not in Washington, my boys. No, we don't have a winning culture here. You don't get roles. You don't get organization. You don't get direction. You just go out there and hoop. We're going to win 32 games this year, and we're going to be in the lottery, and we're going to pick up, I don't know, some random kid, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. Kuzma didn't want roles. What did he want? Kyle Kuzma wanted to hit shots. Kyle Kuzma wanted to take shots to the tune of 25 of them a game. First to be a fashion icon, and second to Chuck. So much that Beal and his other teammates were regularly pissed at him for ball hogging. And Rui Hachimura was supposed to be the guy, but Rui Hachimura had his own mental health issues, and they couldn't build around Rui. So what do they do? They said, I guess we'll take this Kuz guy. Kuz got mad at Spencer Dinwiddie, from what I can gather, did some snake stuff. Started spreading rumors to the media, like Kevin O'Connor. And before you knew it, Kevin O'Connor wrote, the Wizards want to move Dinwiddie. Because he looks like a shell of himself. And his teammates don't want him here. Holy shit. Shell of himself? I am no sleuth. I am no Inspector Gadget. But it does feel like the organization and the people who were at a deficit by accountability wanted to basically get the tree shaker gone so they besmirched his name. So the comments made from the Wizards, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Could have damaged his entire reputation. Could have cost him his career. Damn near ruined his career. If it wasn't for his time for the Dal- with the Dallas Mavericks, he might not have gotten a real opportunity. And I get that Spencer can sometimes say some crazy shit. And I get that he can be his own worst enemy sometimes. We all can be. He recently said he has the petty side. He takes joy in the Mavericks collapsing because he has friends on the team. And you know what? They traded him. And he didn't want to be traded. Back to Kuz. I'm not sure, though, that Kuz is an honest guy. 
Does Kuz want to win? Does Kuz want to get paid? Does Kuz want to be the man? Well, he recently discussed this when he was talking about free agency. Here's what he said. It's not about the money. I'm going to get paid regardless of where I go. Here in D.C. too. But it's about where I work every day and where I can be the best version of myself. A.K.A. where I can chuck the most amount of shots that I possibly can. I can wear crazy outfits in the tunnel. And I can be the guy. So good luck, Coos. Good luck in Detroit. Good luck in Indiana. Good luck in D.C. Good luck on a place where winning is not the first and foremost issue or priority. You'll make your money. You'll chill. You'll look good. And you'll take 18 shots a game. And here's the thing that people won't talk about, is that these rivalries have two sides, right? One with the most social clout, Coos, and Spencer Dinwiddie, who's kind of a weirdo. Everybody wants to take Coos aside because Coos has a huge following, yada, yada, yada. But eventually the truth comes out. And the question that I have is, if Dinwiddie was such a bad teammate and such a shell of himself, like why would tr- Brooklyn want him back? Why would they trade for him? Again, why would they ask for him to come back in that trade? Why would Coach Vaughn speak so highly and reverently about Dinwiddie's leader- leadership? Why can't you find anyone in Dallas who will say anything but good things about Spencer Dinwiddie? Why is it the only place that has labeled him some sort of malcontent, some sort of cancer, some sort of shell of himself, is the one of the worst franchises in modern NBA memory? Why? Like, think about it. Think about who's really at fault. Think about what's really going on. I'm telling you. If it was like San Antonio who came out and said Spencer Dinwiddie was a cancer and he's a shell of himself, or like Miami, you'd be like, okay, I get it. When Sam Presti's out here saying, yeah, we had trouble communicating with this guy, I would sit up and listen. But when it's the Wizards, the Wizards, and it's Kuzma, come on now. Side eye. I'm giving you the side eye. I am skeptical. People see through it. As Barkley said, there's a reason most of the same teams are in the lottery year in and year out. It's a culture thing. And when someone comes in and tries to shake the branches and try to change the culture... That toxic culture comes for you because they don't want people who point out problems. If you point out problems, you're the problem. And now Spencer Dinwiddie gets that and hopefully has learned from that too.